Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Hey, welcome to the Better Together podcast. My name is Roz. And I'm Callie Picardo. Last week we talked about dating and we shared our dating story with also what to look for in a date or a mate and also the red flags that can come up that we oftentimes don't pay attention to and we quickly overlook. But today we have another intriguing topic. And that is friendship. So in some ways closely related to dating, but you know, how do you meet people that you can connect with deeply, especially as you get older, when it's, when you're little, it feels like it's so easy to make friends. You have friends at school, friends on sports teams, friends in the neighborhood. But when you get older, sometimes it can be lonely and feel like it's hard to make real intentional and deep friendships. Yeah, I know that a lot of college students go through that, especially as they've formed relationships, whether they lived in the dorms or on campus. And then before you know it, they're about to graduate and they go into their first really adult job and how lonely that can be because they miss those friendships they had in college. And so your interactions with multiple people, maybe hundreds or thousands, depending on the campus you were at or your lifestyle, are now interact are now limited to just fewer people and so what do you do how do you make friends um you know that that thing that those things are challenging especially if you're moving to a new area where you don't know many people um i know when i graduated from college i went to college down in memphis tennessee and i stayed in memphis so that helped me because some of my other friends stuck around and i built some new friends off of those relationships but then a couple of years later, I moved back to Lexington, Kentucky, my hometown. So, right, I'm going back. I'm near family. I'm near people I know. But that was a hard season because in Memphis, most of my friends were single, like I was. And when I moved back to Lexington, a lot of my friends were dating or married. And the weekends especially were quite lonely because during the week, they'd want to hang out. But on the weekends, it felt like everyone already had their special person that they wanted to be together with. And I had some friends in town, but they kept forgetting I was in town. So I had to intentionally start building some new relationships. So one of the things I did was I thought, well, I'll kind of find who are some people that might be up for hanging out. And I started looking for different things that I would want to do. And then I had a group that I would just say, hey, here are these plays that are coming up. Here are these athletic events coming up. Here are these free things in downtown Lexington going on. Anyone want to do any of these things with me? Because I'd be up for any of them if I had a buddy to go with me. And a lot of folks were busy, but um, one or two would generally say, yeah, I'd love to do that. And so I would start making some friendships with those that were open to doing things. But I had to start by figuring out what would I like to do who might want to do that with me and intentionally reaching out. It felt like again and again, I had some friends that I knew from growing up that lived in Lexington 
and I would periodically text them and say, guess what, I'm in town, because they were used to me doing that when I came home to visit, but they forgot about it when I was there on an ongoing basis. So I felt like I had to keep reaching out and reminding people that I was there and I wanted to make friends. Yeah, I think it, it takes um, recognizing our affinity levels. And so as a church planter, it's never been hard for me to meet people, but I've looked more to that as a networking and less with friendship. But the friendships that I did develop post-college and post-seminary were at the gym where I was a regular or at the coffee shop or even dinner places. So I became a regular at different establishments and got to know people that frequented those establishments as well. And so think about your natural affinity areas um, or clubs, if you will, like CrossFit. That That is a subculture that people develop not only a passion for fitness, but a really deep and meaningful friendships. And so looking at that affinity or what those affinities could possibly be. So really what I hear you saying, Cal, is try different things um, to get involved in different, whether it's sports leagues or whether it's recreational, you know, events or whatever it might be, uh, getting outside of yourself to be able to just meet new people. is yeah, important because it starts with making those initial connections and some of them work and some don't i joined a young professionals association one of the places i lived and it i and i joined it with a friend too but none of the i felt like none of those relationships went deeper but i also joined a tennis team um an adult tennis league i some of my friends were starting a, a team and so i said oh i'll be on your team And I got to know some of the other people on that team, but I really got, my friend that invited me to join, my two friends that invited me to be a part of this, I got to develop those relationships deeper. So some of it's finding affinity, but some of it's also trying different things because some things you try and you're like, well, that didn't work. Um, So you don't stop putting yourself out there, but sometimes it it takes repetition. Yeah, um, it really takes that affinity, but then intentionality. And so you have to be intentional with friendships or pursuing friendships um, and asking people to go out and do different things and explore and really getting outside of your comfort zone to be able to build those friendships. So, Oh, but that's hard. Getting outside our comfort zone, do we really have to do that? <laughs> so it could be with maybe coworkers, a few coworkers that you really connect with or church or you know, it could be a book club. It could be any of those things where uh, you can find those outlets really outside of the normal everyday grind. Uh, it's so important, but you have to be intentional about it. So find that affinity group or f- affinity activity, then be intentional about pursuing those friendships and relationships. And I would say um, also level your objectives and your expectations. So you know, there could be people that have a million different acquaintances and have a large network, but very few people know them. And so, you know, having a, there's something said about having a small circle of trusted people. You rather have a small circle of trusted people than just be casual friends with the masses. And so those are people that you can go on a deeper level with. They're safe people that you can share possibly your struggles with or ask their advice 
or even opinions about different matters. So uh, really it's, it's being able to find the, that inner circle and that's going to take time. And I know this is different for extroverts versus introverts. Roz and I are both lean more extroverted, though I feel like as we're getting older, both of us are like, we want our alone time, especially with kids and where our kids want our attention all the time. Um, but I would share that my friends that are introverts, they seem to have developed the closest relationships with finding one of those affinity groups and being intentional and regular there and finding space where they can go deeper, whether it's finding a way to serve a church and or in a nonprofit and really like getting to know the people they're serving with and developing relationships that way. I've seen some great friendships develop there, but then I know they've had to take that really risky step to say like, Hey, you know, I love serving with you. Would you ever want to grab coffee sometime or go for a walk or, um, you know, Hey, I heard a band's playing. You want to go grab dinner and listen to the band? Like, you know, like whatever it is, but they've had to take that risk to go a little deeper Roz, as an extrovert and as a person that's always around a lot of people, how have you picked those couple people to go deeper with? Like, how do you find those safe people? Because you don't want to be sharing all your business with everyone you meet. It's um, people that I don't always have to be on with. And so um, oftentimes when you feel like you have to be on and people are always wanting something from you or uh, you feel like you have to lead you know, in the conversation or in the group. Um, Really, I look for people that I can let my guard down with. I don't have to always be spot on in conversation. I could be maybe a little bit more reserved or quiet if need be. Um, They're the ones that are asking about me, um, where oftentimes I find myself asking about others and steering the conversation to others. They're actually asking me and they care to want to know more about my life and my victories and ways that they can be supporting me, encouraging me, even praying for me. And so what what is safe space? That's what I kind of look for is safe space and um, where I don't always have to, you know, put on a quote unquote show or, you know, thinking that I have to carry every conversation. Yeah, so it's finding those spaces where you can be yourself and be real. It's it's that fine balance, though. I mean, because there is that um, looking for a space where you can just be yourself and let loose and have people that ask you good questions. But you, I've heard the old adage, if you want to find a friend, be a friend. Um, so being a good friend, too. And if you find you're always trying to build relationships and most time those folks aren't reciprocating. Some might be looking at, okay, who are you gravitating toward? Is Are you gravitating toward people that are healthy? Um, but another might be checking, okay, how am I in this friendship? Like, am I being the kind of friend I want others to be to me? Am I asking about how they're doing at a deeper level? Am I being real with them? Am I asking them real intentional questions? Am I listening well? Am I following up and remembering? Um, and honestly, sometimes that's hard when you're just getting to know people. I'll be honest, sometimes I write notes. Like right now I'm getting to know a lot of new neighbors in a new neighborhood since we moved recently. So I am when I meet someone, I've got a list on my phone in the notes section of names of new neighbors and just little details I remember so that if I run into them again, I can say, 
oh yeah, hey, there's your dog and there's your dog's name. Or like, you know, just picking up up the little bits of conversation I remember because I'll be honest, I'm getting old, I'm getting forgetful. Like I, I can't remember all those things, but I know how much it means to me if someone remembers my name or remembers something about me. So I'm trying to intentionally be that friend, even if I know I need a little help by writing things down. So it's, I mean, really captured in thoughtfulness. If you're thoughtful and remembering those details or even writing those details down, it's important because then you can follow up with that person or individual and ask about, you know, their Aunt Sue who was sick in the hospital or their dog who just had surgery or whatever the case may be, but it's... Or even how did your vacation or go? Or how did your like vacation you, you go? Know. So it's, it's that thoughtfulness that's important. Um, oftentimes too, um, really, you know, with friendships and, and taking them deeper, um, it's easy to be friends with someone maybe that is like us or in a similar stage of life as well. And so we're young parents. And so we gravitate, of course, naturally to people who are in that same life stage as we are. They're raising young kids. They're trying to figure out life and manage their household and everything else. Um, but then there are other times where I have a diverse group of friends as well. So don't limit yourself to think that you only can have one type of friend, uh, but really be open to whoever God wants to bring in your inner circle. Yeah, we've got, as much as we're raising young kids, we've also got friends that don't have young kids, but love on our kids. And oh my goodness, how endearing to me as a mom, so stressed out by trying to keep life in order to have someone that comes alongside us to say, to love on our kids. And so some of our friends are in different life stages. Some of our friends have grandkids of their own, but they... um accept all of us as we are, which includes our three little ladies that um, make every conversation very disjointed and interrupted because they want to be a part of the conversation too. Yeah. So we make sure to have room for not just married friends or parents, but also even single friends as well. Um, so I think it's being open to whoever God wants to place in your inner circle. But, you know, I always tell, you know, the wise thing to do is keep that circle smaller uh, so you're not sharing everything with everyone and you're not bleeding over everyone. So finding those trusted individuals uh, that really you can share life with and you can grow in your faith and you can pursue your goals and dreams. And they're going to ask you maybe those accountability questions not to persecute you or chastise you, but really encourage you to go to the next level in your life and journey. And be open to new people too, because in different seasons, you might need some different friends to walk alongside you. And I know it's often sad where seasons change and it feels like some friendships that you once had are lost. You might have other friends that have been with you since you were in elementary school, but some that were with you for a season. And so I always thank God for those friends that were with me in that season. Um, but also know as I enter new seasons that sometimes God brings new people around me. So one of my new friends that I made during the pandemic of all times, I mean, how do you make new friends during the pandemic? Well, I, um, met a woman named Christy and there was just something about her. Like there was like a Holy Spirit in me connected to the Holy Spirit in her. And I just told her, I just said, Hey, you seem really like a neat person. 
would you be open to connecting sometime? I'd love to just get to know you more. And so we were going to do an outside lunch date because it was during the pandemic and then it rained. So we ended up, our first time hanging out was by Zoom. Um, but we just shared more about who we were and we were in a similar spot in uh, ministry, um, different ages. She's one of my friends that has grandkids um, closer in age to my kids, um, but just a similar heartbeat and a similar love for the Lord and a similar um, spot in our career path in some ways. And so she has become one of my dearest friends and prayer partners um, and just the incredible gift in this season of life. Uh, one of my friends that really it's come by surprise and we have not met in person yet is Michael Beck. And we've actually even co-authored a book together and we've never yet met in person in a year and a half. But we developed this friendship. We're the same age. Um, we're kind of wild and crazy pastors and uh, really enjoy his work. And from having numerous Zoom conversations and sharing our hearts and our dreams for ministry and those types of things. We just have struck up a fast friendship, but that really came unexpectedly. And so expect the unexpected, whoever God brings in your path and in your life. But it takes, again, finding those affinity areas, intentionality, thoughtfulness, and really just getting outside of your comfort zone. And I'd add one more piece, and that's prayer. Um, if you are in a season of life that feels lonely, start praying that God would bring those right people into your life. Or if you need a certain group of friends in a certain season, um, or I at one point looked around and realized all of my friends are Christian. And I really wanted some non-Christian friends that I could just love on with the love of Jesus and, you know, not like opened how the Holy Spirit wanted to lead. And so I started praying for some non-Christian friends and God put me in this girl's dinner group um, that when I lived in Kentucky. And so, you know, be intentional in your prayers too. And be, don't be afraid to pray and ask God for um, the type of friends that are on your heart in that season, knowing that God might answer in a way that you're not expecting, but also, you know, not being afraid to ask God we don't have because we don't ask and we ask and don't receive because we ask amiss to spend it on our own motives, as um, James says and in, in the book of James. So don't be afraid to ask God for what what the desires of your heart are when it comes to friendships and the people in your life. Yeah, that's a good word. Um, just encourage you to pray. Um, we all feel lonely at times. And during the pandemic, where we've been isolated and we lack more the in-person interactions. It's easy to feel lonely. It's easy to get depressed and just feel like we're all alone. And so I think prayer is one of the number one things that we can do. And I've done that in my life where I've thought, man, I need more close networked people that I can really share with and prayed about it. And God's brought those people. And so that's first and foremost. I love the way that St. Augustine puts it. He says, pray is everything depends on God and work is everything depends on you. And so it's a both and type of tendency. So we're wishing you the best in your relationships and in your friendships because we know we are better together. Hey, that's the Better Together podcast for this week with Callie and Rosario Picardo. Um, give us a, a like on on your platforms, follow us, subscribe, share it with a friend. And hey, if you've got topics you want to hear in the future, let us know. 
we want to we want to be on the same page with where where you're looking to learn and grow god bless thank you